Hello, I'm Marietz Neyman. Welcome to Calm, Clear and Helpful, a weekly podcast series on taking good care of yourself and others and showcasing wellness experts who sincerely wish to inform, assist and inspire. Today's topic is understanding functional medicine and its benefits. My guest is Anita Hamilton-Williams, Functional Medicine Health Coach from Johannesburg. Welcome, Anita. Thank you, Mariette. Lovely to be here. To our listeners, after our conversation, it will be fun question time. Anita, you didn't start out in the wellness industry. In which other sectors have you been involved? I worked for over 20 years in IT, and it was only after being in IT for a really long period of time that I moved into the health sector, which is something that I have really um, aspired to join from the very early days. Now for the important question, what is functional medicine? So functional medicine, I think, is best described by an example. If you go to the doctor you will generally be given a prescription to address a symptom that you've got. And what functional medicine does is it aims to address the health challenge that you have by addressing the root cause of the problem. So when you're given a medication for some kind of symptom, it's very helpful. It often stops the body from damaging um, whatever's going on in the body. But it doesn't really resolve the issue or address the issue from a long-term perspective. So by addressing the root cause, what we are doing is we are stopping the health condition or disease from progressing or progressing into something that may cause a disease further downstream. Functional medicine also looks at the body as an entirety. So if we think, for example, of the the heart and the blood vessels that are pumping blood throughout the body. We can't just isolate a particular organ and treat that organ because everything in the body is involved. So we are treating the body holistically and we are understanding what the interconnection is between every component in the body. So how is it affecting digestion? How is it affecting the nervous system, the reproductive system? Um, the heart, we're looking at the body in its entirety. And we are also not just looking at um, symptoms going on in the body. We also bring in a holistic approach and understand how things like emotions, stress are impacting the body because stress will cause a physiological reaction. It will cause the body to respond in a certain way. So when I say we look at the body holistically, not just the body systems and the body organs, but also the entire individual. And that covers things like relationships, stress management, joy, your purpose in life. Um, it covers the individual as a whole. So physically as well as mentally and emotionally. Why should we be aware of functional medicine? Well, fun functional medicine started, was, was brought to the fore in the late 90s, I think around 1999 in the US. And so it's a relatively new approach to medicine. And 
I don't think that it replaces conventional allopathic medicine, but rather it is complementary. And what would be really wonderful to see in the future is that an individual who is addressing their health has got almost like a team of individuals focusing on different areas. So you may have an allopathic doctor who is absolutely necessary for things like acute conditions or emergency medicine. But then if you look at functional medicine and you look at areas like chronic conditions, and um, so you would have an allopathic doctor, you would have a functional medicine practitioner, you may have a physiotherapist, you may have a chiropractor. Um, so a team of individuals that help you to get well, not either or. Can you explain what you mean by a chronic disease or chronic condition? Okay, so a chronic condition is one that is not self-limiting. If, if we look at a cold or flu, for example, we get sick and we are sick for a couple of days or a couple of weeks and then it resolves itself and then we are healthy and well again. With a chronic condition, we're looking at things like high blood pressure, high cholesterol, maybe arthritis, um, depression, osteoporosis, heart disease, those conditions that when we take a medication for it, it is not going to resolve the condition that we actually have, but it may be helping us not have as many symptoms as we've had in the past. Um, chronic conditions will also tend to grow worse over time. And there's no single cause for a chronic condition. There's usually a combination of um, reasons why an individual gets some form of, of chronic condition. And lastly, one of the main challenges of a chronic condition is that there tend to be many different symptoms associated to it. And so it can often be um, confusing or you're not entirely sure whether the symptom that you've got is related to the chronic condition that you have. And so in different individuals, the same condition can show up in different ways. So one person may get a headache, which is, con which is linked to, let's say, something like high blood pressure. And another individual, that headache may be linked to some kind of nutrient deficiency. So you can't say, for example, when you have a headache, this is how you treat the headache. So that is why there's this tendency to just go, well, let's just take a headache tablet and stop the symptom that we've got. The functional medicine approach would be to say, let's look at all the symptoms that you've got. Let's look at your health history and understand how and why you have those particular symptoms and then start reversing them. I can see that it never gets boring for you as a functional medicine <laughs> practitioner. Not at all. It's, it's a little bit like being a, a detective mm. because no two individuals are the same. And no two cases progress to a, um, a health condition or challenge in the same way. How did you get into functional medicine? So in, when I was in my, my mid-30s, I battled to fall pregnant with my second child. And in fact, I've got a 16-year gap between the two of them. So I had major issues around fertility. And I also had many challenges, uh, respiratory challenges. I had severe asthma. Um, would often end up every year catching every cold 
that went around, which then progressed to bronchitis or pneumonia or pleurisy, and this continued for many, many years. And at one stage, I decided that uh, once I had successfully fallen pregnant with my, my second child, I decided that in order for me to live a long and healthy life and see my grandchildren, especially with my second child who was born late, I would have to take responsibility myself for my health care because nobody else was doing that. And so I started investigating what the different options were around there. And in fact, one of the first things that made a significant difference was my diet. And by cutting out certain food groups, or not food groups, but cutting out certain foods, my asthma disappeared in about four months. I, up to that stage, would carry an asthma pump everywhere, one in my car, one in my handbag, one next to my bed, just in case I had this attack. And I remember going on a hike one day and um, coming up this huge steep waterfall and managing to get to the top and only then realizing I didn't even need my pump. And it was then that I thought, hang on a minute, there's something more to this uh, changing my diet. And I then started investigating, came across the field of functional medicine through practitioners in the U.S., and my love of nutrition and health was reignited from my very early days in my 20s. And I then started studying. And I could then start understanding how the health challenges that I had, the infertility, the um, severe asthma that I had, the severe respiratory conditions, the high histamine and histamine intolerance, I could understand how that was all linked because there is certainly a level of this science backing that, but there's also an art to it. Um, so there is no one approach to address every individual. And it was really when I tried to resolve my own health that I had friends and colleagues around me saying, you're looking great. What have you done? And then I decided, well, I would love to be able to do this for others as well. And that started my studies. And um, I haven't stopped. I have loved every minute of it from genetics to biochemistry to food, diet, nutrition, cooking, lifestyle, habits, behavior change. It all falls under the functional medicine umbrella. And so I'm on this journey, and um, it's a wonderful journey to be on. So actually, you you focused on that every day with everything yes, you do? Yes, absolutely, absolutely, every day. And I get such pleasure from working with my clients and seeing how they are also making huge strides in their area. The only thing that... Um, that is a little disappointing to me is the fact that functional medicine is really in its infancy here in South Africa. And if more and more people become aware of it, which is why I'm so thankful we're doing this podcast, if more people become aware of it, they will be able to prevent and reverse chronic conditions and diseases, which we all tend to accept as part of the normal aging process. And really it's not there is a huge amount that we can do to, to prevent that. Could you tell us more about what a functional medicine practitioner or health coach does? Okay, so 
what functional medicine focuses on is the individual. There are no two individuals the same. You look at somebody's life experience, you look at their diet, you look at their job, you look at their relationships. No two people are the same. Another factor that we bring in there is genetics. And I think that for many of us, we were we have believed for a really long time that genetics determine our disease profile and that if our parents have a specific condition, then that's something that we will ultimately get as we get older. And that is really not true. There is a science called epigenetics, meaning on top of genetics. And what informs our genes is actually our environment. And through our environment, we can turn on or off certain genes. Now, the environment that I'm referring to is not the trees and the plants outside, although nature is important for us in order to be healthy and to have a connection to nature. The environment I'm referring to rather is how you are living. So things like what is the food that you're eating? What is the exercise that you're doing? What are your cosmetic products that you're using, your personal care products, your cleaning products, because they may contain toxins. And genetically, you may not eliminate toxins really well. What are your emotions like? What are your thoughts like? Do you wake up in the morning and have this continuous stream of negative thoughts or, you know, looking at the future through a negative lens? All of these influence um, our genes. And it is really good news because it means that when we understand or when we do a genetic profile of our genes, we can look to see which areas we can support our genes in. And we can do that through changing some of our lifestyle habits. We can do that through food and we can do that through some targeted supplements. And so we are able to sustain and support good health for a longer period of time. So what a functional medicine practitioner or health coach would do is understand your health history, look at what medication you're on, look at your symptoms, and then create a personalized plan for you. The diet that you follow is going to be different to the diet that maybe your partner follows or maybe a sibling follows. Everything is unique and created for you to address your specific needs. And then we can, I mentioned genetics earlier, we can then bring genetics in and say, how do we optimize your health in a long, from a long-term perspective? And how do we make sure that you are eating for your genes, that you are exercising for your genes, that you are supporting your genes from a stress perspective? So there is so much that we can do um, to influence the way that our genes express themselves. And we do not have to then, by default, have the same conditions that our parents have, have had. We can influence them tremendously. So the combination of nutrition, lifestyle change, and behavior change, and genetics, and some targeted supplements can make a significant and huge difference. And there's no, there's no side effects. You're not taking necessarily taking any medication. I've worked with, with many clients where we've been able to bring them off some of their medications, their high blood pressure medications. I don't do that myself, but we work with, in partnership with their doctors. 
and change their diet and lifestyle so that they don't need it anymore and then their doctors wean them off that. So there's huge potential for significant health improvement. What does the genetic testing involve? The genetic testing is really quite simple. It's a saliva test. So the kit is shipped directly to you at home. And uh, there's a little swab inside. So you take the swab out and you swab the inside of your mouth for, I think it's 30 seconds or minutes on each side. You pop the swab in the little container provided and you ship that off to the lab. And then what the lab will do is it takes about three to four weeks and they give you a report which will show you around 36 different metabolic pathways, areas like how your cells function. So how do your cells respond to inflammation? How do your cells respond to detoxification, mood and behavior, um, reproductive hormone balance, some of the nutrients, maybe you, you do not transport nutrients like vitamin B12 very well, or maybe you have a receptors that don't pick up vitamin D very well. Um, there are 36 of these different metabolic pathways. And with the genetic test that I use, the 3X4 genetic test, we they identify the top three pathways that are most that are the most significant that will help you to make a significant change and then i would work with my clients in drawing up a personalized plan based on that there's a huge element of supporting a client through behavior change i think we all know when we decide that we're going to make a change in our life it's easy to make that decision it's far more difficult to actually action that change and to change the daily habits that we have to go through in order to make those changes. And so part of the of my health coaching process is to make sure that we that you don't fall into the same cycle that you have in the past where you want to make the change, you move directly into change, but then things fail. And Instead, what I, what I will do is there is a preparation phase. So we go from there's a decision, then there's the preparation phase to make the changes. And we go through everything that needs to be prepared before we move into action. And in that way, you are going to sustain changes because we are looking at what could stop you. Uh, we are looking at what can support you. We are looking at Often my, my clients will want to make huge changes um, and I'll try and break them down into smaller steps. We can certainly make huge changes as the journey and path continues, but in the beginning we want small wins, we want consistency, we want success. And so um, creating that personalized plan for each individual. So someone may be a, um, a mom at home with young kids what they need is very different to somebody who's maybe a menopausal woman who's only looking after themselves. Um, and so the personalized plan is targeted for an individual as opposed to a one-size-fits-all plan. Yes, and I think the support, I suppose, is the most important ingredient of this recipe. Correct, correct. I, I recall a, a client that I'm still currently working with and one of her main goals when she came to work with me, aside from being menopausal, is that she had gained a huge amount of weight and she wanted to lose weight. And 
she all she wanted was she wants a meal plan. She wants me to tell her exactly what she must do. And that is the same cycle that she's tried many, many times and it hasn't worked in the past. And so it's a case of saying, stop. Things haven't worked. When you've tried that in the past, it hasn't worked. Let's try a slightly different approach. And in fact, I had a call with her just yesterday and we've made some significant mental and emotional shifts in the way that she thinks about what she's doing. We've made very small nutrition changes at this stage. And yesterday she said to me on the call, um, she's amazed because she's lost four kilograms and she can't understand why because she hasn't changed that much. But if we look at things like the stress that, that she was under, when our bodies go into stress, a different set of chemicals gets released. One of the things that the body does in stress is it doesn't digest food well. And so you may be eating nutrient-dense food, the right food for you, your genetics, but if your body's not digesting it, it's not getting the nutrients it needs. The nutrients are your building blocks to run the body. And so just by slowing down, reframing, making sure she's prepared, taking out a few things, she now can see that she's making progress and she's far more likely to continue because she can see that success is in her path. But she certainly wanted to default to the way that she used to operate. Um, and, and that is where I, as a coach, will highlight these things because I can see the patterns that she's been in before and I can highlight better alternatives that will best support her. Yeah, that's a very encouraging example. Yeah. When addressing the root cause of a condition, which interventions are used? So addressing a root cause, um, I mentioned, I think I mentioned earlier that if I am working with a, with a client, let's say I've got three clients I'm working with and they all have, one might have type 2 diabetes, one might have insulin resistance, which will eventually lead to that, and one might have metabolic syndrome, which is also along the same path. What does that mean? Met metabolic syndrome is a combination of high blood pressure, high cholesterol, excess weight, and so it's a combination of, of symptoms, but they really all are progressing along the path to type 2 diabetes. Now, each of those individuals will have a different reason as to how they got there. So it's not to say, well, if you've got type 2 diabetes, then this is what you need to do in order to reverse it. Every individual is going to have it for a slightly different reason. And so it is the, um, this is where the art and the science of functional medicine comes in. It's looking at a deeper level to understand exactly how that individual got to where they did get to, how long did it take them to get there. Type 2 diabetes can be as a result of, of diet, poor diet, high refined foods, high sugar. It can also be brought about by um, high stress levels because when your body goes into stress on a continual basis, one of the things that your body does is it releases blood sugar in order to give you energy to address whatever stress is actually in your body. So when, you're, when you have this consistent high level of blood sugar in your bloodstream, 
you will then tend to move towards be becoming insulin resistant. And depending on, on how your genes look in that particular area, that may accelerate you into becoming type 2 diabetic. So it's understanding the uniqueness of each individual, the interconnection of this, this symptom or this event in an individual's life led to this happening, which led to that happening, which led to that happening. So it's piecing all of that together and working out what's the starting point. And in functional medicine, we talk about going upstream. So going upstream means that we want to go as far up in the body as to where it started and address that particular area and not just address it one level up. Um, so when we, go, when we go upstream, we are then addressing the root cause. It's a little bit like, let me give you um, an analogy that, that may help. If you have got a, a dam and you have got all of these um, paddlers in the dam that are arriving with broken canoes and they are cut and bleeding and their oars are broken, what you want to do is to go further back and understand how did they get to that. So maybe you go further upstream and you see there's actually a waterfall that they've just come down. Now, that waterfall if they didn't know about the waterfall, is obviously going to cause the symptom, which is the broken boat, etc. But you don't necessarily stop at that level and think, oh, well, it's the waterfall. You then go one level up and you say, is there a signpost saying that there's a waterfall? Or is there, are they wearing life jackets when they're going down this, this waterfall? You may go even more upstream and, and put a sign to say only a certain level of advanced paddlers that are, you know, are actually allowed to go down there. So in functional medicine, you keep on going upstream, and that is how you eventually get to the root cause. So it's not a, a quick process. And I think that in conventional medicine, we are so used to going to the doctor, getting a medication, coming back, the symptom goes, and we carry on with our lives. Functional medicine can take time to uncover the root cause, but then it's addressed in full. And it's... It's not going to be something that is recurring or the medication needs to be increased because it's now not having the same benefit um, and it's, it doesn't become a chronic condition. So reversing and preventing downstream problems is really important in functional medicine. We always want to go upstream and address how it started in the first place. Quick note on what I do and why I do it. I'm a content entrepreneur creating podcasts and articles for my own platform and for various magazines and digital platforms. My weekly podcast episodes and the articles on my website focus on emotional health, parenting, love relationships and the life challenges we all face. Each episode and article features a therapist, coach or other wellness professional so you can get to know them and find an expert who will resonate with you should you need one. After all, online therapy and coaching means we can connect across continents. 
I love the fact that my website has had visitors from 100 countries and that I've featured 90 plus experts so far. Don't forget the up close and personal articles on my website, which offer you a peek at the person behind the expert. If you're a wellness expert who'd like to be featured on my platform, just click on services on my website and then send me an email. Now, back to my guest. It also seems to me that you really take the whole individual and their whole history into account. Yes. Which is, not, which is rather unusual. It is unusual. So my very first session with my client, after they've completed a symptom checklist and a health history checklist, will take anything up to 60, 70, 80, 90 minutes because I really need to understand exactly how this individual came to present in this particular way. So in functional medicine, we have a matrix, which is a one-page plan with a number, of key, a number of key areas that need to be addressed. So we've got detoxification, we've got, we've got digestion, we've got hormones, we've got energy. And I will then take all the information from my client's data that they've provided me, and I create a map. And on that map, I can then link, if this individual has this gut issue, then it's very likely that they may be low in this nutrient. And if they're low in that nutrient, then that would explain why they've got numbness in their fingers because of this. And so I draw up these hypotheses on the chart. And then in working with my client, we work in partnership. I don't come as the guru to say, you must do X, Y, Z. I go back to my client and say to them, um, we're working in partnership. This is what I'm seeing here. I will take their blood tests and say, this is what I'm seeing in the blood test. This is what I'm seeing in your symptoms. So this is what we're going to change. So how are we going to change it? What are you prepared to do? What can you do? What are you able to do right now, given the circumstances in your life? What support do you need? And we make the change. And then we check in again two weeks later and we move on to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And so the process of doing this can be longer. And as I said earlier, it's not what we're used to and accustomed to. We want a quick fix. Um, so I think that is needs a little bit of reframing for, for an individual. But when they see, when they see the long-term benefits of being able to stay healthy and well and not picking up you know, genetic conditions because it runs in the family, there's huge benefit there. Yeah, it's a long-term investment. Yeah. Correct, mm. correct. Do you have any more case studies or examples to share? Um, I have one that I... I've got a few, but um, one that, that comes to mind in the area of depression is that genetically, when we ran genetic tests for, for a client of mine, we found that her neurotransmitters, her brain chemicals, were being cleared very quickly, which meant that there was a likelihood of her having lower neurotransmitters. In addition, we found that some of her receptors for the neurotransmitters weren't functioning properly. So in addition to having low neurotransmitters, 
the receptors weren't picking up what she had to start with. So that created a, a problem. Then we also found that she has a predisposition to gut issues and a certain type of bacteria which will reduce a certain nutrient and this nutrient is needed to build the neurotransmitter. So I was able to, to see how issues in the gut and low levels of a specific nutrient impact the creation of the neurotransmitters. Her genetics showed that she cleared it really um, quickly. And so I was able to use some interventions there to help her. And, you know, this is somebody who was basically um, unable to get out of bed and function. And for the last 30 days, she has been up and about, has her gym bag packed by the door and has such a significant change in that. That's wonderful yeah. to yeah. hear. Anita, where can listeners learn more about your work? I'm on social media. I'm on Facebook, LinkedIn and Instagram. And I have a website. And so my website is myhealingspace.co.za. And what I would invite uh, the listeners to do if they are interested in functional medicine is to book a complimentary 20-minute discovery call. And we can chat through what it is that you are needing help with. And we can also see whether we're a good fit for each other. And then based on that, they can then make a decision as to whether they want to book for an initial consultation, which is the long, you know, up to 90 minute consultation. And then we can take it from, from there. Do you work with people right around the world? I do. I use a laboratory in, in Europe to do a lot of my functional testing. And so they can ship any functional tests that I might need. So one of the functional tests that I, that I do use fairly often is a hormone test. It's a dried urine hormone test. And it looks at cortisol levels and estrogen, progesterone, how we break estrogen down, testosterone, DHEA. It uh, looks at nutrient levels. And I find that that's a really good insight into what is going on in an individual. So I, I've got access to that anywhere um, in the world. I do also use local labs, obviously in, in South Africa. Um, I don't always use the one in, in Europe. My genetic tests I use locally here in South Africa. But the genetic test, the 3X4, the one that I use, is also available to U.S. clients. It's available in South Africa as well as the U.S. So, yes, I work with clients all around the world. I work online and I have flexibility from time zones. So usually my U.S. clients are my afternoon. But as long as we can make the time work, I can help you. Thank you. And I will attach the link to your website to the podcast. Fantastic. And we'll also be doing a podcast on perimenopause and menopause. Correct. Soon. So as soon as we've done that and it's been published, I will connect that to the podcast as Wonderful. well. Wonderful. Thanks, Mariette. Can I ask you your fun question? Yes. <laughs> sure. I'm ready. I'm ready. A former guest said she was trembling in her boots. <laughs> I can relate. <laughs> <laughs>
I was thinking about South Africa's renowned game reserve, the Kruger National Park. Uh-huh. My question is, if you were a big, big rock on a riverbank in the Kruger, which creature do you think would come and stretch itself out on you to bask in the sun? Wow. I would hope that... I think animals have this instinctive nature to know what they need to do. When they need to rest, when they need to eat, when they need to sleep, when they need to be in community. And so I would hope that any animal that needs to rest and relax would be able to come and find a spot on top of, the, of me as the rock um, so that I can help rejuvenate them and allow them to have energy to attend to whatever it is that they need to do next. That's beautiful. I was wondering what you would do if it were to be a crocodile. <laughs> <laughs> okay, when, when you say crocodile, I'm just thinking huge, huge teeth. I think, <laughs> I think like, like, many, like many people, um, we have some that appear to be more challenging than others, but I think you just have to look for, you have to look for the positives as well as be wary of the negatives. And there's always something positive to find in every animal and in every individual. Thank you. And thank you for introducing us to functional medicine. I really didn't have a clear idea of it. And it seems to be absolutely intriguing. Fascinating. Thank you. Thanks so much, Mariette. I've really enjoyed sharing this with, with you. And I hope that your listeners have also found it interesting. I'm sure they will. And to our listeners, it was good of you to join us. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with someone you care about. I'd really appreciate it if you'd subscribe to Calm, Clear and Helpful and if you'd rate the show. Visit my website www.mariehetsneiman.co.za for this episode's show notes and for free articles and podcast episodes on love relationships, parenting, life's challenges, and emotional health. To follow me on Facebook, just search for Mariette Sneeman, Journalist. Calm, Clear and Helpful is compiled, hosted, and edited by me, and the music is by Mark Marie Sneeman. Catch you next Tuesday at 9.00.